number three of the Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you on board today. Good to have you on board today. Find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels or find Ben at Ben Z. Kenny, as many of you have. Many of you have. And uh, Ben tweeted this out. It said, how many quarterbacks in the Packers schedule? How many quarterbacks in the Packers schedule will definitely be better than Jordan Love entering the season? And this is what Ben and I, well, we just went through this, but Ben and I came up with this. Ben came up with it. I would like to amend uh, it, by the way, to say at the time they play the game. At the t- Okay. Well, at the time Jordan Love steps on the field against said quarterback, as opposed okay. to entering the season. So the quarterbacks that he feels will be better than Jordan Love as they as they you know go to the field of play. Uh, the Saints, Derek Carr. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins. The Chargers, Justin Herbert. And the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. All four. You can't really argue too much with those quarterbacks. They're veterans. They're pretty good. They've had success in the league. The maybes will be Justin Fields. Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Daniel Jones. Now, Stafford's won a Super Bowl. Jones won last year, played pretty well. Russell Wilson's won a Super Bowl, been to two, but played horrifically. Jimmy G's been to a Super Bowl. Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Justin Fields is still getting his feet wet down in down in Chicago. They're all on there for different reasons. But, yes, right. many of them have proven, obviously, a lot. Stafford. So Stafford's got the shoulder issue and the neck issue, and he's coming back off of a season that was cut short last year. And his team stinks around him. And his team stinks. Where if you're out there with nobody, you're not going to play that well as a quarterback, most likely. Russell Wilson stinks. Jimmy G, brand new quarter, brand brand new system and such, and he's trying to go revive his his career in Las Vegas with Josh McDaniels, who is not proven to be the best. Nope, uh, head coaches. He's terrible. Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff had a pretty good season last year playing with Detroit. Yeah, that's the one uh, that, that, that me, I could see people moving to he'll be better than Love. Fields has not, other than the fact that he's a, a running machine and the top uh, rusher on the team, he can throw. He's, he surprised me. He's, he's been better than what I expected throwing the football. But still, the Bears are the Bears. And then Daniel Jones, who had a good season last year. But I can't argue too much because you can make a case for either side. And then the quarterbacks that will be worse than Jordan Love will be Ritter uh, down in Atlanta, Baker Mayfield. Um, then there's uh, Pickett in, uh, in, in Pittsburgh and Bryce Young. So there's not a whole what, – what are they arguing? What are people going crazy over? Oh, all of it. Uh, Russ Wilson, Stafford, pointing to their entire career track record. Right. Which, which I understand. But yeah. if we're to project into this season, for instance, I think a guy like Derek Carr is in a great situation. And people point to last year. They say, oh, Carr's not that good. It's like, okay, Carr's shown it throughout his career. He's also going into a, a pretty good spot in New Orleans, a stable spot with uh, mm-hmm. with some weapons around him. They are unhappy about Goff, which I understand. I just think he has a he's limited he has a ceiling. And I think last year right. would have been it. So I think it's a ceiling that love I could see surpassing. I guess there's different levels of maybe. There's a maybe trending towards no, a maybe trending towards yes. Right. But in order to get people angry, I decided to group them all together. <laughs> um and then yeah, Daniel Jones as well, which is like like there's a reason the Giants paid him the most 
we can get out of this contract whenever we want contract ever. Right. They don't trust him. And they're paying him a lot of money, but there is mm-hmm. no guarantees. They don't trust him. And again, right. last year, I think, was pretty close to his, ste- his ceiling as a quarterback. So I think Love could surpass it. It is in the realm of possibility in my mind. 877-867-1670, do you agree or disagree? Is it, what, what quarterback do you feel would be better than Jordan Love taking the field out of all the quarterbacks we just ran through? Justin Fields, Ritter, Derek Carr, Goff, Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford. Uh, just go through that with Justin Herbert. Patrick Mahomes is on that list. I'm trying to think of who else at this point. But go through the list. Which, which when you take the field, in your guesstimation, because we haven't seen Jordan Love play, but all the Jordan Love love was, love love, was flowing. He's got to be the guy right after that Philadelphia game. So now for everybody that wanted to see him be the guy and move on from Aaron Rodgers and the Diva and all the other, for all the people, how many quarterbacks that he's going to face Will he be better than when he steps onto the same field of play? You know? How many quarterbacks, when he steps onto the same field of play, will Jordan Love just walking onto the field be better than? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shot. I'd love to kind of get everybody else's opinion on this. Um, um, uh, well, thank you very much. I got a nice compliment from Brandon. It said, by far, uh, listened to a lot of radio over the past few years. You are by far the favorite to uh, listen to. Love the show. Keep it up. Good stuff. Uh, Packers right now remind me of one of those storage unit auctions. There are some promising things you can see, but you don't know what's buried in the boxes. Oh, that's a, John, that's a great description. Frankie says, uh, my buddy Frankie says he's more uh, mobile than the diva queen. That is true. Jason says, Basin, uh, Ben, and Mel Kuyper have uh, to put on, the hat to put on this morning didn't do bad in terms of projections. Kiss Jason, my basically, Jason basically complimenting you. No, I think uh, that's an insult. That's is that compared. an insult? I, well, I figure people don't like Mel Kuyper. This, well, okay. Uh, Moon Man says Jordan Love is going to lead you down the yellow brick road to Super Bowl. Uh, that would be great. Uh, New Orleans, stable, LOL. Uh, Fields has been a dumpster fire. I don't, See, I don't think Fields, for what I thought Justin Fields would be in Chicago, he's been better than what I thought he would be. That I will give you. But the other thing to remember, he has, now he does love to run. There's no doubt about that. But, He's basically thrown that team on his back. They have not had a lot of weapons for him. Their offensive line absolutely sucked. And they just basically said, go on out and and be better. Be better than everybody else. And he's been able to lead that. At least give them optimism. I, how many times, and I don't know if, you, if anybody ever listens to Chicago radio, uh, but after games, even in losses, it was like they won because for the first time since 
what, Jim McMahon maybe? When they got uh, Jay Cutler in his first year? For the first time, they feel like we've got a legitimate quarterback. We just need somebody in the player personnel department to start stockpiling this team with talent. They got money. They got rid of a ton of players, got rid of Roquan Smith. All the big money contracts are finally starting to to, to pass them by. They've, they've got a ton of money. So they've got the ability to build a team, draft some guys, build a team, and put some personnel around Justin Fields. For the first time in a long time, they feel like they have they, – they've figured out the right path to travel down. So – but, but I, I was amazed – I was amazed how many games that they lost, and I'm either you know driving to or driving home from, say, a Packers game or what have you, and I'm listening, and it's like they won. It is, it is joy because it's so much fun to watch Justin Fields, only to watch their defense give it away or somebody drop a pass or some inexplicable error that wasn't Justin Fields' fault that cost them a game. Oh, they're trying but, to get the draft pick, too. Right, they wanted and they, Fields to look great and lose. Yeah, and they did it quite well. And and they did it, and they were able to parlay that. So, so who knows how good uh, they're going to end up being by the time it's all said and done. Um, JJ says having an off season on the same page, unlike when Aaron was here, it seemed like Love's got great odds of having a successful season. Um. Trying to see. Uh, Jason says loves the show. John says loves the show. On well, it's it's kind of a love fest for the program here today, Ben. It may be a it may be a scorching the earth uh, hate fest on Twitter for your care. thoughts, but uh, it's a love fest for the program today. I'm liking it. Over on the live stream, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Light up the phone lines. I want to get your opinion on all of this. Light up the phone lines. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go back to it. Uh, let's go to Doug, listening to us in Luxembourg. Doug, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Uh, doing good. I'll, I'll play the game. You know, it's pretty hard to say who's going to be the better quarterback, but I'll play along. I'm going to say he's going to be better than two, Ritter and Bryce Young. And but that being said, doesn't mean that the Packers can't win more games than they lose. I think it's all going to hinge upon how well the team gels together. A quarterback doesn't win games on his own. You know, mm-hmm. how well how well our coach can can utilize the young talent we have to their best ability. That's what it's all going to hinge upon. I think the last three years we've wasted a lot of talent just for the fact that Aaron Rodgers was pretty much running the show on offense and, it, you know, there were so many different options available just to keep the chains moving. And I think that's what it's going to take to win games. You know, you can't waste series. You can't waste series because you think you can beat this guy in one matchup. That's just dumb. You know, keep the football in your hands and win games. So thanks for taking my call. All right, bud. Appreciate it. He drops off. You get aboard 877-867-1670. Um, it, it, in going back to what we discussed over the last couple of days, it really is going to be more of the input of Matt LaFleur, the execution of what the offense is, because the, the, you know, live reps, the live looks aren't, you know, have not been as recognized by Jordan Love because he just hasn't had 
snaps, you know. So it's going to be more just execute the offense, but it's going to be more incumbent upon um, and Matt LaFleur to get the team into a rhythm. Let's go to Tyler. Tyler, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, Bill. How's it going? Great today. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that Jordan Love could definitely be better than Justin Fields. And Justin Fields started all 17 games last season, and he only threw for 2,200 yards. That's, that's 130 yards a game. And he barely completed 60% of his passes. Mm-hmm. So, I, if, yep. if, if Jordan I, can be better than that, then... I, no, I, that I agree with. I 100% I completely agree with you um, that Justin Fields has not. Now, again, he's been better than what I thought he would. I've seen him make some really solid throws. But his his propensity is to take off and run. They designed a lot of plays for him to run. So, but also he didn't have a lot to throw to, right? I mean, uh, I think the you know, and again, I, I you know me, I'm not a huge fan of uh, a lot of the quarterbacks that come out of Ohio State, but I think the 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 jury is still out on Justin Fields, isn't it? I mean, they had what Chase Claypool, who did not really add when they traded for him. They didn't. He did not add a lot to that offense. You thought he would come in and just light it up, and he never did. Darnell Mooney, Equinemia St. Brown. Um, DJ Moore. And they got him in the in the trade for the number one overall pick. Right. So they got DJ Moore. So those are the guys that he's going to throw to. Will he be that much better? They also picked up Tyler Scott in the fourth round. But did they get all... DJ Moore, I like. Uh, I don't know what Tyler Scott's going to be. Does Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool take this? Does Chase Claypool specifically, because there were, I was high on him when he was available. Does, does he, DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney, become really a good trio of wideouts for Justin Fields this season? Cole Komet is their tight end still. They did get a right tackle that Darnell Wright, they picked him up. I can't remember who the other, who their left tackle is. Is that still Braxton Jones over there? who they drafted, uh, was it a couple of years ago? I think it's Braxton, or last year, Braxton Jones. I think that's who it is. Um, but can't, will this offensive line be better? And will they be able to at least show a semblance of a run game behind him? But I, I think the jury's still out on Justin Fields. Ben, don't you, with what they I have? I agree, yes. I, I mean, you see young quarterbacks in the beginning, if they have nothing to throw to, sometimes you see them come along slower. And he has a lot more to prove. He also, like you mentioned, love us to win a game. He has to win a game. Right. All those losses you mentioned, he did have the ball in a lot of them with a chance to win it, and they didn't do mm-hmm. it for whatever reason, whether it's him or the right. defense. And that pa- that Packers game was one of them when the Packers were in Chicago. Right. So, yeah, I, I think we'll get a good look this year because DJ Moore's really good, and they've they've put more around him. So we'll see. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up again. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Love to hear from you. Um, uh, <laughs> people just like all kinds of stuff rolling. I, I'm gonna kind of never. Never mind. Uh, let's do this. We're gonna step away. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. 
covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I mean, I think since college and since I've been here, I've improved drastically. Um, just learning the scheme, learning how to play in the scheme, and uh, just improving myself as a quarterback. And I think I've improved in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, I just try and keep building that, try and keep working at it um, every day. Jordan Love talking to the media yesterday at Lambeau. Welcome back. If you are heading uh, maybe to the Brewers game tomorrow, maybe over to the Admirals game tomorrow or on Saturday, uh, Stenny, second to national, Walker's Point. Before and after the game, take the shuttle. You're good to go. That's our friends at Stenny's. Best wings, award-winning Bloody Marys, great food, beverages, cold, fun, atmosphere, all of that. Stop at Stenny's, second to national, Walker's Point. And don't forget, coming up, hopefully, uh, sooner rather than later, uh, Stenny's in uh, Pewaukee on uh, Watertown Road. Stenny's Lake Country's coming. So looking forward to that as well. But stop down to Stenny's and grab the shuttle and head on over and leave leave the driving and the parking and all that kind of stuff to them, and they're going to get you there safe and sound on an out and back. Good stuff from our friends over there at Stenny's. And as they say, you should be here. So those are the words of um, those are the words of Jordan Love. And uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Richard listening to us in Green Bay. Richard, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. What you thinking? Good, good. For the life of me, I just don't understand. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Aaron and his agent seeked out the Jets. Am I right by saying that? Uh, you are correct. Okay. I, I just don't understand why. He is not. The AFC is loaded. I, I don't get it. it. This guy, Aaron, is, is a calculated guy. He, have, he must have wanted to go there for some reason. And what is that reason? Is it a girlfriend? Is it I mean, Nathaniel I just, Hackett? I, I don't Nathaniel. Well, okay. you know Nathaniel Hackett's right, obviously. There. I mean, but, the girlfriend maybe because she's a New Yorker. You know, maybe. Okay. Who knows? Right. But I think Fair more enough. so to play with it. I think he has a lot of respect for Salah. I think he likes Nathaniel Hackett. I think it gives him an opportunity to win. Uh, but yeah, they. You know, he came out and said that the Jets uh, was probably one of his only options as well. Let's be honest. It wasn't like he started calling every team to say, hey, here I'm coming. But uh, but regardless, he, uh, he he sought the Jets out, no doubt. Yeah, but there, there, there had to have been other teams that maybe poked around a little bit. I, I, I have to assume that obviously I don't know. But anyway, what, what are the odds here, Bill, that something they start out 0-8 or 1-7, 2-6, and the other teams in that division are just killing it? Right, right before his sixty-five percent snap thing is, you know, come due. Uh, what are the odds that the Jets would give him a a fake injury? Is that something that happens? We don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't. But what are the odds, Bill? I'll hang right. up and listen. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I I think it would be tough to be to be honest with you to pull Rogers out of the game. And say, here you go. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see that happening. Um, I have not seen a release early of their their schedule as of yet. At least I don't have it sitting here. Um, we know they're opening up against Buffalo on Monday Night Football. 
on September 11th, the Jets are. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to see if there's anything here that gives us the full rundown. I have not seen it. Okay, so so the bottom line is, though, that they're starting off against the Buffalo Bills, and we've seen a very limited really, it, which is funny because Matt Schneidman got the entire Packers schedule, but nothing else has been released, and ABC or ESPN is not going to release it because they're uh, they're in bed with the, the NFL, so they're not going to let it go. So uh, I have not seen it all. But let's just say they start off, like you said, 0-8. Let, let's t- let's, I, I apologize for searching while we're talking, but let's just say they start off that way. Again, I just can't imagine that the Jets, although they're going to want to, okay, that's the big thing. Will the Jets want to sit Aaron Rodgers if they start off 0-8 and not have him play 65% of the snaps? Um, I'm sure that they would probably have him play another game or so, see what happens. But if they would start out, just using your example, if the Jets start off 0-8, he'll play another game, and then that'll probably be it if if they want to sit him. Now, here's the other side of the coin. Will Rodgers, if healthy, allow them to sit him? You know? Because they're going to run into the same problem there as we, we've seen here. And that is Rodgers will dictate a lot. And now, again, I think it's a completely moot point. I don't see them starting off 0-8. But taking your scenario... Uh, yeah, I, if I'm if I'm the general manager, if I'm Douglas over there, I'm saying there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna lose a first round draft ch- choice for a team that's foundering. I think Rodgers is going to have a really good season. I just do. I think he's got a massive chip on his shoulder. He has been ridiculed. He has been doubted. He has been the manipulator uh, of a lot of the narrative. Uh, then uh, on the backside of it, he's been found to be uh, either a dreamer of dreams or an untruth teller, uh, which is kind ways of putting it. Um, you know, I, I think he's going to come out and try to shut everybody up by lighting it up. I'm, it's just my opinion. And I, I thought he was going to have a hell of a season if he stayed in Green Bay. Now that he's with a new team, and all the things that he was making excuses for in Green Bay, that's not going to fly in New York. So I think he's going to be as good as he – I think he's rejuvenated, he's energized, he's focused. I think he's going to have a tremendous season. And I think the Jets will be relevant, but I don't even think they're the best team in their own division, to be quite honest with you. 877-867-1670, hit us up again, 877-867-1670. Um, let's get back to the phone calls if we if we can here. Oh, nobody's on hold. Everybody just dropped off. Let's do this because there's a lot of thought in a lot of this when it comes to Jordan Love, when it comes to other players around him. Um, so we want to hear some from Jordan Love from yesterday in case you missed it. So we'll we'll break it all down when we come back. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show, which is coming up. Portion of the program brought to you by our, our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's D U A N E S. Dwayne's cover it all. In Wausau, Dwayne's covered all in Wausau. And whether it's boat covers, this time of year you're starting to think about getting the boat out, there you go, get it covered. How about awnings for outside? Maybe something over your patio. 
something like that. Gym equipment. If you're a gym owner, maybe you're, you know, you don't want to just throw everything out. You want to get it reupholstered, recovered. You can do that. Office furniture. Now that everybody's coming back, you don't want to spend a ton on office chairs and such. Get them recovered. He can do that. So much more. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That is Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com in Wausau. Call him, 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. And a big supporter of our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd for Fisher House, Wisconsin. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Realty, Mikey Whitcomb. If uh, he's the guy that found the house that I'm currently living in, and broadcasting out of, for that matter, and uh, it's uh, it's been it was such an incredible, incredibly great. It was a long, arduous process, but a, a great process, and it was all all for the most part. Because of Mikey and the job that he did, and I can't recommend them enough. Exit Realty and our, our guy Mikey Whitcomb. Call him 414-243-1976. 414-243-1976. And uh, the house, I, after looking at like 12, 13 houses, I drove past the one I'm in now, which I'd always seen. And, you know, it's only about a mile away from my old house. And I said, Mikey, can you get that one for me? I think it just came on the market. And within, I don't know, two hours, uh, I was over here visiting it. Uh, he had already set it up. Turned around on a dime. He was out uh, somewhere in uh, Washington County and got back down here, took care of me, and uh, got the deposit down, got everything taken care of, and, and I ended up with a house. It was just a, a terrific experience, and it was all because of Mikey and the job that he did with Exit Realty. 414-243-1976. 414-243-1976. And our, our guy Mikey over there. Uh, Jordan Love yesterday went to the podium and had some things to uh, discuss. Uh, first being the initial reaction to when he heard Aaron Rodgers has officially been traded to the New York Jets. I can't remember what I was doing, but I remember uh, my agents calling me, and they were the first ones to kind of inform me about it and just talk with them. And then, uh, you know, phone started blowing up a little bit, things like that. So just kind of dealing with that through the day. And uh, talked to Matt, talked to uh, Goody and them. So, yeah. So we knew there was a possibility that this might happen. Uh, Jordan Love said, and he had to know something, uh, as time went on, he said, look, I approached this offseason as if I was going to be the starter. Take a listen. The whole offseason, you know, I approached it that uh, I'd be the starter. So um, that was just my mindset going into it. Um, I couldn't really control what happened going forward. Um, it was out of my control, but uh, that was kind of the approach I took to it and just went from there. But then, much to his credit, he said, hey, wait a minute, look, I've approached the offseason every year like I would be the starter. Take a listen to this. No, I did the same thing I, I do. You know, I go to the offseason and uh, begin my training elsewhere, but uh, approach it the same way. The discussion is, look, you got here a few years ago. Uh, you know, how much better do you feel you are? I mean, I think... Since college and since I've been here, I've improved drastically. Um, just learning the scheme, learning how to play in the scheme, and uh, just improve myself as a quarterback. And I think I've improved in a lot of ways. And, 
you know, I just try and keep building that, try and keep working at it um, every day. So, you know, when you walk through the door and you're still the backup, that's one thing. But now you're the man. I mean, you're, you're, you're the guy. The legends are gone. How does it feel now to walk through those doors, not as a Packer, but as a Packer starting quarterback? It's exciting. Um, I think there's a lot of energy around it um, for myself. And, you know, I think I can kind of step up and um, be a little bit more vocal and things like that, knowing that I'm the guy um, and not being a backup. So um, I think from that aspect, it changed a little bit. When, uh, you know, you, you talk to Matt LaFleur, you know, the, the offense last year, the, quote, the level of confidence he had, uh, you could see on display in that Philadelphia game. And as Goody said, he kind of, rather than thinking about it, hesitating, he just let it rip. It, it just was the, you know, what I was talking about earlier, the, the reaction between the mind and the actual physical play of seeing it, knowing it, going with it, rip it. Uh, Matt LaFleur said the same thing to him, that it's, it's time we, we just let it rip. I think the term let it rip, I mean, it's hard when you first get here. You know, your mind is so flushed around so many different things, trying to learn a new scheme, um, trying to read the defense and understand where to go with the ball. So you're kind of thinking a little bit too much out there, and you can't just play uh, freely. So the more you keep building, keep learning, um, that's kind of where I get that term, just let it rip. You know, you know where to go with the ball and just let it fly. So with not only the thought that this might happen, where Rodgers may not come back, but now, since the trade, what's been different about this particular offseason? Nothing really changed. Um, Training-wise, prep-wise, I'm doing the same thing I've been doing. Um, I think the only thing that's changed is trying to get guys out to you know, get some more reps, to come throw with me, do things like that. Um, and it's a little easier being the starter to have guys come out. Um, so that's changed a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, he said, hey, look um, – You've got, you know, you've got this weight. You've been, you've been behind Rodgers, you know, for a while now. What's it been like waiting for, uh, for Rodgers over the last four years, three years? Seemed like three years. Uh, Seems like a while uh, looking back on it. Um, but at the same time, I think the first year was the longest. Rookie year, just, it's a long year. First year in the league, first year playing a full season. Uh, it's a lot different than college. And then I think the next two years kind of went a little bit faster. It kind of flew by. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely been – felt like a while. A lot of guys, especially any first-round draft choice, doesn't usually have the pleasure uh, and the ability to just sit behind a Hall of Famer for two, three years and, and learn. So, you know, now sitting there for the last three years, what has he learned from Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I learned a lot. I mean, I learned – I was just able to watch a great quarterback, how he works every day, um, how he handles business in the locker room interacts with teammates, um, how he attacks every day. I mean, just being able to sit back as a quarterback and observe him, observe how, you know, his footwork, um, how the ball comes out of his hands, um, and just how he practices every day, and then takes that into the game. Um, I mean, there's it's just very valuable stuff that I was able to sit for three years and kind of just pick his brain on and just watch him work. Now that uh, the deal is done, he's the man. And uh, has he talked to Aaron Rodgers since all this went down? We talked after the trade. Um, it's kind of just wish you the best, you know, going forward. He wished me the best and, you know, always there for me if I need anything, if I uh, have any questions or anything. But I'm uh, always just grateful to be around him and uh, for the time I had with him to be able to learn and be behind him. It's very grateful for me. I remember Rodgers 
um, when Rogers took over for Favre. And I had asked Rogers, I said, what did you learn from Favre? And Rogers started out the conversation of, he said, I learned what not to do. And I, th- I found that really interesting because there was a lot of things that Brett did that Rogers didn't want to do. And because of the way things kind of went down, when you know Rogers was drafted, Favre was pissed. You know, he didn't get the receiver he wanted. He got a guy that's going to be breathing down his neck. And, you know, there was a lot of things that Favre did uh, it, when it came to, you know, kind of being the gunslinger, if you will, and turning the ball over from doing the pressers on Wednesday at the podium, uh, from, you know, studying or not studying and things like that. There was a, it, was, it was a really interesting answer. So was there anything specific from Rodgers to Love that is stuck with Jordan Love? Mm, no, I, I don't think there's any one piece of advice that sticks out more than the other. Um, I honestly just think watching him, just watching the confidence he has, watching um, – how he operates every day, how quickly he makes calls and is able to process information, um, how well he knows the system, just all those little things. Um, that you just get to, get to see a guy that's been doing it for a long time. Just get to see how he does it and elevate your game by building that into it. So those things stick with you. You know, you think about all the things that Rodgers did and how he did it. Now, you can't be Rodgers. But how difficult is it to say, this is what Rodgers did, this is the path in which I want to walk, and still remain true to yourself. You got to find that balance. You know, you can't go out there and try and, you know, throw like he throws. And um, you know, he makes some crazy throws with his feet. You know, facing different directions. And it's not everybody can do that. So you got to be able to find what works for you. Um, try and incorporate things, but at the same time, you got to understand the how you play the position, what you bring to the table, um, and just try and incorporate all the little details and things like that that you can keep or keeping your game the same. Which is a terrific answer. Uh, he went right to things that he can't do. I find that fascinating. Because Rodgers was, in the beginning, Rodgers came right out of the quarterback school. You know, drop back, plant, feet stable, arm back, you know, get ready to sling it. I mean, he was the prototypical quarterback. And then as he developed and realized what his skill and capability and knowledge and such was, and it all began to come together, you know, you watch Rodgers, how many times would he throw off the back foot? You know, which is a huge no-no in the NFL. You don't have enough arm strength. You don't have the ability to be able to flick your wrist and get it 50 yards downfield or zip it into a tight window, throwing off of your back foot, running backwards, crossing your body, running running right and throwing left. You, it's just uh, it's unconventional. You don't do it. They talk about it all the time. Never throw back across the field. How many times do we see Rodgers do it? He would do it all the time. And he, he wasn't turning the ball over. History would tell you that. So the fact that he says, hey, look, I can't do all those things. That's not me. That's not my game. And the fact that he recognizes it, what not to do more than the things that you definitely want to emulate, that, that it made me smile. You know, for as, as hard as I've been on, on Jordan Love and my expectations, that made me smile. That was, that was solid. So what about his game? What about Jordan Love's game gives him the most confidence? I mean, I've always been a big believer in myself. I believe in my arm talent, and uh, I like to make plays. Um, so that's kind of always been the way I've played. Um, and I think it's just learning how to play in that play style, um, you know, learning how to take care of the ball, learning how to not always take those big shots or try and force the ball into areas and just find those checkdowns, find completions, things like that.
There you go. A lot of Jordan love. Good stuff. Good stuff. At least you get a, a sense of kind of some of the things that he's thinking. Nothing. There's nothing dramatic there. Nothing to latch on to where you're going to go, wait a minute. You know, none of that. It was just uh, a pretty good, relatively benign presser and a little bit of insight as to what uh, what, what he's kind of mulling over. Good, good stuff from uh, from Jordan Love. 877-867-1670, Um John says, I watched the whole interview. He seemed a little hesitant to me to express what he wanted to because he has no reputation yet to validate it. I sense an eagerness to prove it. So, uh, and that may be the case. You may be right. I, I would, if I'm him, certainly. I want to do the same thing. I want to prove what I'm, what I'm capable of. Absolutely. Absolutely. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Point, Stevens Point Brewing. Uh, brewing excellence since 1857, and whether it's the lagers or the blondes, the hot blonde, uh, some of the things they have for summer, they keep producing, and I love Cider Boys. Cider Boys is another one, good uh, good local local brew right out of Stevens Point, Wisconsin. There you go. That's our friends over there at Point Brewing uh, right here in Stevens Point. Got to get up there. It's- This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The oldest continuously operating track in the world is right here in our own backyard. That's Great Lakes Dragaway. Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. And if you're looking for the need for speed, the season passes are on sale. The track's getting ready to open. Call them 262-302-2138. You can run your own car. You can rent the track for a couple hours. Run your own car time and again. You can run you and a bunch of friends. Uh, you can rent the track for an entire day if you choose to do so. Go to GreatLakesDragaway.com. GreatLakesDragaway.com or call them 262-302-2138. And don't forget, they are a big sponsor of our Veterans Ride, uh, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. We need all of you. And uh, we had a big record last year. We had 1,085, uh, 86 bikes, and we're looking for more than that this year if we can get it. Break a record yet again. So uh, we will make the announcement uh, next week as we post the uh, the uh, pre-registration. And the pre-registration is going to get you into a drawing. Uh, one of the lucky winners is going to walk away with a drawing uh, to win some uh, sports tickets in the area. Some really cool stuff. And we're going to have a couple other things. We're going to have, like, a, there's a wine basket that's been donated and a few other things for, uh, for other people. But, yeah, the grand prize is going to be, uh, I, I believe... Uh, a trip for two to go to Chicago to see the Packers and the Bears open up the season. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout again. Uh, This one's from Jeff who says, by the way, Point Root Beer, really good for people that don't drink alcohol. It is. It is. You are 100% correct. Dennis says, I believe Goody has supplied the Packers with plenty of talent to have a winning record this year. I also believe that Love will have a very good year and the young receivers will improve greatly and have more fun and knowing that the quarterback believes in them and they won't have a variety of uh, lack of confidence in themselves and in him and his incompetent defensive coordinator 
Uh, Joe Barry to be clearly state that he expects to battle for the North title. Coaches who are confident in themselves, their staff and their players are not afraid to talk about lofty goals. There have been plenty of teams with average quarterbacks who win Super Bowls. If you believe, uh, by the way, it depends on what your terminology of plenty is. We went through that a while ago. It's, yeah, yeah, not many. So don't don't buy into that just yet. If you believe you can achieve, a championship-level defense could guarantee this, uh, that the team has a winning record. Sadly, Joe Barry has never built a championship-level defense and has about zero chance this year. At least we'll know special teams under Rich Passaccia will take another leap forward, uh, most likely being the strength of this team this season. It's all about coaching far more than just Jordan Love. And I would not disagree with that sentiment. I would not not disagree with that. Um, what else do we have? Um, got a lot of different stuff. Uh, Love has outstanding mechanics, great passer, size, speed, and he's been compared to Mahomes. I'm all in. I have never heard him compared to Patrick Mahomes. Ben, have you? You have heard Jordan Love compared to Patrick Mahomes? Probably coming out of the draft, they spoke about different ways he could throw it. Everyone throws around those names. Right. So that would not surprise I, me. I don't remember. I I know. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, I don't remember that. I mean, I could be wrong, but uh, that is a lofty comparison. Let's put it that way. Very lofty comparison. Uh, Tom says, uh, hey, guys. No way Jordan Love has a great season, maybe an average season. Let's not put too much pressure on this team. Uh, Joe Barry has to perform, and coaching has to be pre- – uh, I agree. This is, we already said all that. Uh, Mark says, uh, hey, guys, uh, do you think Matt LaFleur is feeling the pressure? That's – you mean like, like, like his job's in jeopardy pressure? I mean, I think you always do. As a head coach in the National Football League, because as they say, you're hired to be fired. But this season, I don't think Matt LaFleur is feeling much pressure at all. I think defensively speaking, maybe because he hung on to Joe Barry, so you got to make things are right, make sure things are right there. But I think this is probably the first year where Matt LaFleur can just breathe. He doesn't have to be the liaison and the comforter for Aaron Rodgers. I think this is probably the first time since taking over as a head coach that Matt LaFleur could just be the head guy, be the man. You know, the quarterback is the face of the franchise. But I think this is the first time since Matt LaFleur walked through the doors of 1265 that he can just go, oh, okay, let me just coach a team now. Right? I mean, if there's anything in all of this, if you want to look at – because we talk so much about the personnel and the moves on the field – and Goody and, and, you know, Mark Murphy and such, and, you know, how good of a coach Matt LaFleur is or sticking with Joe Barry. But I think just as a coach, just as a teacher of men, this is probably the first time since he walked through the door that Matt LaFleur can go, oh, okay, now it's just me. Which is a good thing and a bad thing. Because, one, you're on an island, which is not good. But, two, your island has been... Aaron Rodgers Island. It's been the Island of 12. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think he feels any pressure. You always feel pressure to win, but I don't think he, I don't think it's like, oh my God, I got to get Jordan Love up to the same speed as Aaron Rodgers or I'm going to lose my job. I think it's for the first time he can just go, you know what? 
I can just teach. I can just work with this guy. We can just run our offense. We can just do our thing, and we're going to be okay. I think it's the first time since he walked through the door that he doesn't feel that pressure. Because the rest of the time, it was always Super Bowl or bust. Right? 877-867-1670. We got another hour yet to go. Feeling it today. Hey, don't forget about it. Speaking of feeling it, this weekend, at some point, maybe tomorrow night, get down to Nice Ash. If I'm feeling up to it, I really, I miss going down there. I want to get down there and just sit back, relax, and enjoy the Nice Ash, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. Can't drink alcohol right now, but I can sure have a, a nice stick, that's for sure. Check out our friends at the Nice Ash. More of the-